You're listening to the Her Soul Podcast, a safe space where we focus on Christian living and mental health. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that Christ promises you. It's the Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to another week's episode of Her Soul. Um, yeah, thank you guys for coming back and happy new year, you guys. This is our first episode of the year. So happy new year. Welcome into 2023. Um, I don't think that God operates in the way that we think as far as like the new year is here. So now all of a sudden there's these big changes that are going to happen. I don't think that's how he operates at all. I think that any time of the year, in any season, God will open doors. He will bless us. Our dreams will come true. Like he's not confined to our calendar year. But what I will say is that there is something about January 1st, 2023 and the new year that just brings this level of energy and excitement to refresh, regroup pursue all the goals and really get get our lives on track. So I appreciate that about the new year. I love the energy that's in the air. Like I feel um, like the bug has bit me, if that makes sense. Um, 2022, the latter, like those last few months, y'all have were up in the air. They were rough, like no doubt. But um, I feel like I'm not confined by that. I don't feel like I'm being held back by the way my 2022 ended. In fact, I just feel renewed and ready to just get on top, get on top of everything. So um, yeah, so welcome. Happy New Year, you guys. I hope your holiday and your New Year's have been excellent. So in the spirit of all this, today's episode is called How to Move in This Season. And I thought this was an excellent way to kick off the new year because whether something big is on the horizon or not, this is an episode that's going to be helpful for you. Whether a breakthrough is right around the corner or that breakthrough is a little bit more farther down the street, whatever place you are right now, this episode um, will help you figure out how it is that you're supposed to carry yourself and operate in this time that God has you. So I actually had a conversation with one of my friends the other day, and she was just expressing to me that she was excited about the new year, but she felt very confused about it as well, as many of us do. You know, she has goals. She has things that she wants to pursue, things that she's been trying to do for years, and those things have not yet come to fruition. And so she's in a space right now where she's trying to figure out, do I continue? Do I continue to pursue that thing? Or is God just telling me that this is not for me? Like, how am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to be doing? She described herself as feeling not necessarily stuck, but just kind of like in limbo, very stagnant um, and without direction. Okay. And I know a lot of us are like that. I know that a new year for a lot of us is intimidating because you have goals, but you don't know exactly how you're supposed to get get to accomplishing them. And so this is good. This is what, this is why I wanted to do this. This is why we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about because her question, much like all of you, 
is how do I move in this season? And this could be a season of assuredness or a season of uncertainty, depending on where you are in your life's journey. So in true her soul fashion, we're going to take it to the words. So y'all, I have been studying Joshua. I am almost done. I am, you know, I have been going through the Bible, but like literally Joshua is out of order for me. It wasn't the next thing that I should have been studying. I'm still in Genesis technically, but I received a word one day and he moved me into Joshua and I have gotten so much to use in, in my own life. And I've shared a lot of it with you guys as well. But this is another one of those examples. So here I am the other day, I'm studying chapter 14, um, verses 6 through 12. And if you want to follow along, I'm not going to read the entirety of the passage, but um, if you want to read it for yourself, I absolutely suggest that. But basically, in that um, portion of the text, well, let me give you a little backstory. Okay, so Joshua has defeated much of Israel, but there is still, or not much of Israel, Joshua has defeated much of Canaan, but there's still much more left that he is supposed to take over. And they are allotting the land as if they have already done it. So talk about faith, okay? Um, but in this particular segment, we are looking at Caleb. And Caleb, um, Caleb was around during the time of Moses. So Moses is Joshua's predecessor. And during the time of Moses, um, something went down and Caleb was promised this land. He served faithfully. Um, and it was, he stood out from the others who were with him. And so the Lord had promised him through Moses, this land, right? So here we are. Caleb is 85 years old at this time, I believe. And he is asking for that land that was promised to him and his family. And Josh honor, or Josh <laughs> and Joshua, honors, um, honors that promise. And so I use the life application study Bible and sorry for the crinkling. I'm just going to get my Bible out. But the note on that section is something that really made me pause. Think I immediately went to write down some notes because I felt like God was pressing a lot on my heart at the time. And basically this, this, these are the notes, okay? It says, Caleb was faithful from the start and his faith unwavering, even though, okay, yeah, I forgot to explain this part. So it's important for you to know at the very end of the passage, Caleb says, um, you yourself heard then that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified, but the Lord helping me, I will drive them out just as he said. The Anakites were giants that lived in this land that was promised to Caleb. But he's saying, even though they're still there, I know God is with me and I know that he um, is going to help me with this, just as he has always done, right? So Caleb was faithful from the start, his faith unwavering. And even though giants were still there, he trusted that God would help him defeat them. Okay. Even though giants were still there in the land that was promised to him, he trusted that God would help him defeat him. Metaphorically speaking, giants, these were literal giants of the time, but for us in our lives, the giants are the obstacles. The giants are the things we're afraid of. The giants are the things that might be standing in your way that have you in this feeling of, 
I don't know how to hear from God, that have you in this sense of, you know, feeling stuck and feeling like you're in limbo. The giants are the blocks that stop you from going into the land. But are you going to be like Caleb or will you cower down? That's the question. Are you going to go for it anyway because you know the promise that God has already gave you or has already given you? Or are you going to shy away? And I think a lot of us have to sit down and really think about that. There is a promise out there, a piece of land, metaphorically speaking, that God has promised to each of us that is out there for the taking. But a lot of us never reach our promised land. And it's because we've gone through different things. We've gone through different traumas and experiences. Maybe it's taking too long and we've lost our sense of hope, you know, whatever it is. And we never make it to that land because of the giants that are in our way. But what I want to encourage you guys today in this is that just like Caleb knew God was going to help him defeat those giants, you have to hold it in your heart that God is going to help you defeat your giants as well, and that you will be given that land that was promised to you. This, this, In the same conversation I was having with my friend, we started to talk about hope, right? What is that hope? Where is that hope? How do you tap into that hope? And it's going to take a conscious effort, right? So It's easy for us to get distracted by those giants, by enemy attacks, by whatever it is. It's easy for us to get distracted, get off course. And in the process of becoming distracted, little pieces of our hope start to shed away. But if you need to find your hope again, listen to this. Our hope is that, first of all, our hope is in Jesus Christ. Okay, he is our redeemer. But our hope is also in the fact that we know in the end The devil does not win. We know in the end that ultimately God has defeated the devil. And so the question that I have for you is why is it that we always let little things get in our way? We let those giants have their way in our lives without remembering that he was, the the devil was already defeated. So how are we going to let him win now? We know in the end he doesn't win the war. So why in this battle would we let him win? It's like we're giving up and we're throwing in the towel because it got too hard. But it's like, literally, we know. And if you read your Bible, you know this promise. The devil does not win. So that's another thing going forward that you have to remember in your mind. And Caleb held this hope. Even though Jesus wasn't around during this time and that wasn't discussed yet, there was just this trust, this unexplainable trust, you know, that God was going to see them through. He was faithful before. He's going to be faithful again. And that's another thing too. If you struggle with that and finding your hope, another thing you can do is take some time, get out a sheet of paper and write out the things that you've gone through in your life that you know God has seen you through. Write that list out, the way he's blessed you, big and small. And that, and leave that up somewhere, you'll always see it. And that'll be a constant reminder that he was with you during that hard situation He'll be with you again. He's with you through it all. And we lose sight of that so often, but it's because we get distracted. We get discouraged. You know, it's taking too long. So now we feel like we're in limbo, those sorts of things. But as Christians, we can rest 
peacefully, with joy, and move about comfortably because we know that promised land is on the horizon. So to answer the question of today's episode, how do we move in this season? I know two ways, okay? And these these two ways are how I am personally choosing to move in this season. Number one is by faith, Isaiah 7, 9. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. And that has been a verse that's been a part of my life for like the past three or four years. I will never lose sight of that verse because it's the absolute truth. Our faith is our ultimate defense, okay? In this world, that's the only thing that we can hold on to. Faith is the thing that's going to keep us going, even though we don't know how it's going to turn out. Now, how do you do that? How do you stand firm in your faith? Okay, you've got to pray. I feel like a broken record, but literally you've got to pray because that's going to be, that's your... Oh, what is the word? That's your assurance, okay? You're voicing to God that you want to remain faithful. He's going to see it through, okay? So you've got to pray about it. Another way to remain faithful, like I just told you, or to um, remain in good faith, like I just told you, write out that list of things that you know God has already seen you through. The other thing, how to move in this season. So number one, by faith. I don't know what else to tell you. Literally, that's all you can do is just to have the faith and trust that God is seeing you through. And even on this journey, I know I'm going on a little tangent, but I feel like I need to tell you this. Even in this journey, right, we want it to be the straight path that we get from A to B without too many hiccups, unscathed. For a long time, y'all, and this is a transparent moment, for a long time, my prayer used to be, Lord, please don't let anything bad happen today. And I prayed that when I would wake up in the morning, before I would go to work, I'm a nurse, I would, before I go in the hospital, I said, Lord, please don't let anything bad happen tonight. And it's because I did not want to be stretched in that way. I didn't, I don't want to be stretched in a way of where I have to figure out how to handle a situation that I'm not prepared for. I don't want to handle the bad, right? But on this left journey, the only way you grow, in any area in your life, the only way you become better at, at whatever it is that you're pursuing, the only way you can get ahead is through that stretching. And it's not a pretty process. Our roads are not straight. Our, our roads curve, they zigzag, they come to complete stops. And then you got to figure out how to reroute. There's all, the road is not straight. That's my point. Okay. The road is not straight yet. We have to go on anyway. And appreciate all of those twists and turns, all the bumps, all the hiccups, all the detours, all of it, because every single piece of that is growing you into that woman, that man or woman that you would love to be. Okay, so the second way to move in this season is by staying the course. Sometimes when New Year's come around or yeah, New Year's, new goals, those sorts of things, we feel like we have to hit the ground running. We've got to do all the things, get everything in order. And reasonably so, you know, that's that's the way our human minds think. But in this specific season, I just feel like God is pushing it on my heart to say, just stay the course. You don't have to do anything extra. You don't have to 
push the limits. You don't have to hustle and miss dinners with your family and not attend the family trips. Like you don't have to miss out. You don't have to do it. Just stay the course. Just do the things that God has been putting into, like follow the steps that he's already been putting into place. And this could have been going on since 2020 and before. And now we're just catching up in 2023. But those are the two things, the two ways that I'm moving in this season, by faith and just by staying the course. By staying the course, that doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing the things that God has already told me to do. I'm not looking to do extra or push limits or, you know, let my idea of what it means to hustle take over. I hope that makes sense. The other thing I wanted to mention in this episode is about walking in alignment. We talk about this a lot as Christians on this podcast as well. But what does it truly mean to walk in alignment? Number one, I want to tell you guys that you can't be in alignment with God if you are not connected to him. So how are you How are you hearing from him? How are you staying connected to him? Through prayer, Bible study, those sorts of things, attending church, those sorts of things. This is how you connect to him. This is how you figure out how it is that you're hearing from him. And then you can walk in alignment with what he has for you. It's really important to know him, to have a relationship with him so you can get his idea for your life. That way, once you receive his idea for your life, you're no longer dependent on your idea and your plan for your life. That is walking in alignment when you adopt what God has for you. You say, you know what? I'm going to step back. I'm going to take myself out of it for a little while. And I'm just going to let God take the lead. And that's just how it should be. How do you know when you're walking in alignment, y'all? Like I said, you have to pray. You have to build that connection. Open up that communication. Let him see your heart and you see his and create that bond. And when you pray about the desires that are on your heart, the things that you want to pursue, sometimes he does not answer right away. And I think as Christians, sometimes we want we want to send up a prayer and we want a miracle to come down from heaven and just magically change our situation. And a lot of times that's not how it works. A lot of times we send a prayer up and it might be months or years before that thing came to fruition. In the scripture that we just talked about, Joshua 14, 6 through 12, Caleb is 85 years old. He waited, that that initial promise was when he was 40 years old. So he had to wait 45 years before that promised land came to him and his family. That doesn't necessarily mean you'll have to wait that long, but to my point, Sometimes it takes time and you've got to develop that patience, that endurance, and that faith to keep going. So what in that waiting time, in that waiting period, before you have gotten the answers from God that you're seeking, what I want you to do is just pay attention to everything that's going on around you. Okay. And this is what I was telling my friend as well. Like you're praying, don't lose sight of the thing that you've prayed for. But now what I want you to do is just pay attention to what's happening in your life. Are things coming up more than once? Is there a word that keeps lingering that's coming from multiple people, but it's something that keeps coming to you and you're picking up on it? Is there a scripture that keeps coming into your face? 
you will, as you strengthen your relationship with God, you'll be more in tune with when those things come. But it's really important to pay attention because the things that pop up will give you the direction. Hallelujah. The things that come up will show you where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be doing next. And that was my advice to my friend. You know, as you pray and pay attention to what's happening, you will start to pick up and get the answers that you need. God will start to push it onto your heart, press it into your being, and you will slowly but surely come into alignment with what he has for you, right? Right now you feel like you're not in alignment with him. You don't know the plan that he has for you, but follow the steps that we have laid out today, you guys, and you will get there, okay? So that that's that's my take. That's my two cents on how you are to move in this season. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited uh, for this for this episode. And if it blesses you in any way, shape, or form, if it blesses your spirit, your your heart, then please share it with your mom, your sister, your friend, like whoever you think might benefit from this message. And um, yeah. I will leave all of the information in the show notes. Don't forget to leave a review of the podcast, y'all. Going forward in 2023, one of my goals for the show is that we get in front of a a broader audience. And the way that you can help doesn't cost you any money. It's literally, if you're, whatever podcasting app you're listening on, hit um, rate or review and just leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let me know what you're thinking about the show. Um, So yet again, Thank you guys for joining me this week and I will see you, oh, I will see you all in the next video or er, in the next episode. Bye y'all. Love you.